Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast. You're here with John Marsh, and I hope you're having a great week so far. If you're a coach or creative business owner on this show, we talk about the key skills to help you to attract dream clients into your business, grow your business, and do it all with confidence as well, without any of the hype. So today on the show, we're going to jump straight into it because we've got a big episode. It's a very important episode. We're going to be talking all about the artist, all right, the artist, which is it's kind of like an archetype. It's a level in the Creator Club business coaching model. It's your first $5,000 per month recurring revenue. So we look at your average revenue across each month. And for three months, and if it's between zero and 5,000, you're in the artist level. And we're going to talk all about that. We're going to start off with why we look at the revenue stuff and why it's kind of important uh, and why it's something you need to be thinking about. And then we're going to break this whole level down as well. And we're going to look at basically five things to think about because there's a lot of kind of confusing information out there, especially for this level. It's kind of like a a melting pot of misinformation and stuff that can throw you off track. So we're going to simplify it right down and look at what matters. Uh, Basically, if you're starting out as a coach or creative business owner, and when you wrap it all up, hopefully things get nice and clear for you and you'll know exactly where to focus and how to move forward with the business that you're building at the moment. So first up, why do we have this kind of focus on revenue? You know, one of the things for me was I came into sort of service business because of my love for sport. You know, I started with a running store, was the first thing out of corporate. And then I was doing running coaching and my whole world was around health and fitness and these things. And, you know, the big narrative that goes through those sectors is like we do this because we want to help people because we're passionate about it and of course right like of course this is all uh very important and it's at the root of what we do right we're bringing value to people you're bringing value to to your people as a coach or as a service provider but money is a big part of your sustainability, your life, your success as a business. And we'll talk more about this at another time, but effectively it is not the only thing that matters, matters, but it does matter. It's a very important byproduct to you bringing value to the people you want to help. Uh, you know, it's a key metric uh, that you can use to track. You need it in order to reinvest back into your business which is very critical in the first, you know, uh, year or two at least, but all the way through, you need it to save and to support yourself to be financially independent from, you know, having a job. If you don't want to go back to a job, you want to be able to support yourself, save for the future, uh, pay costs, and then give as well. Like if you want to support things that pop up in the culture and be able to kind of allocate money and do that, If that's something you want to do, you got to be able to make money and also track where you're at so that you can do it uh, sustainably, right? So, um, and then on top of that, of course, you know, it lets you to do all the cool stuff that you want to do in life. It allows you to move 
things around allows you to you know access different things so that's one of the main reasons uh psychologically is another reason right so we you know coming into these these sectors these industries uh if we're doing it for the passion we want to help people a lot of times we didn't grow up with a really abundant money mindset as well and so these other narratives we really hold on to them and so for this reason in creative club as business coaches part of our work is to help to foster really healthy strong mindsets around money right really strong abundant mindsets that words overused but basically that's what it is you know so we talk money a lot we get on your one-to-one calls we check in with your revenue and your business Um, it's an important thing and you'll also see how we go through today it it can play into things like neediness right which impacts your marketing and your sales so that's kind of why we have the one of the some of the big reasons we have these metrics to help you to grow your business build robust business build robust mindsets around this stuff and the first level of or one of these metrics the first level here is the artist and that's what we're talking about today and i love the artists right the artists uh getting on the court you know a lot of people they want to start a business right i meet them every day I want to do a business. I want to do something with people. I want to help people. Um, But a lot of people never get on the court and they never really get going. But the artists are. The artists are making it happen. They're taking the first steps. They're taking the leap. Whether that's part-time, they're doing something on the side. Whether it's full-time and you're going all in and you're confident in what you're wanting to do. But the artist is, they're in the mix, they're on the court and it's such a powerful move to make and so many people don't make that step. So I love this space. Uh, they're putting things into action and they're, you know, literally starting to create a new future for themselves and for the people that they work with, which is very cool. Now, it's also potentially, you know, if you're in this zone, your first 5K per month recurring, uh, it's also possibly the hardest $5,000 you're ever going to make. It's very, it can be psychologically very difficult uh, if you kind of go into it blind. And even then it's challenging once you know what's happening in the mind, it's still challenging. It can feel like it's kind of like a trench warfare, right? You don't uh, know if your thing's going to work. You don't have the feedback. You don't have a strong proof of concept all of the marketing and sales, all of that stuff is new. feels like you're constantly doing stuff. Sometimes it's not sticking. So there's a lot uh, that's going on. And it's, you know, where most people give up as well. There's those statistics, which are like, you know, 90 something percent of small businesses don't make it, all this kind of stuff. You never really know if those are true and where they come from. Uh, A lot of times you hear them from big business or from government, which tells you something. But I think a lot of those so-called failures or close downs are just literally artists this artist level stopping Uh, it it happens a lot like just not continuing something else comes up and they don't have the staying power to see it through 
right? Other things pop up, but that's a big one that does happen. There's a lot of endurance that's required, persistence and just grit to get through this stage. So the good news there is when you get through it, everything kind of gets easier in, in a sense, right? So uh, there's also a difficulty here because the as an artist, if you're just starting out, you are literally the prey for a lot of like the Facebook gurus, right? Like there's a lot of ads getting thrown your way. There's a lot of stuff out there that'll say things like, you know, you want to start your, your turn your passion and, and go all in on your business and do these things. And there's like a, um, accelerated program and there's like an all day training you can do. And then there's a webinar you can do and, you know, you can literally end up deep into debt going into these uh, fairly high ticket short course programs that the gurus will sell you. Okay. And there's some good stuff, I'm sure, but just know that in that, in that area, because you don't have a lot of uh, proof of concept and momentum, the promise of these things in a quick win seems really attractive. And so a lot of people will try to be selling you things. Uh, and you've got to navigate that as well and be able to just focus on what matters for you and for your work. So there's, uh, where have we got? We're going to talk about, we're going to, we're going to start off with talking about what you might be feeling because this is kind of like the mental, emotional landscape. We're not going to go deep into like emotions, but we're going to talk about what could be going on in your head. Uh, because this is what's front of mind for all of us, like your internal dialogue in this artist phase. We've all been there, even if you're coming out of the artist or you're further along, you might still be feeling some of these things as well. And it's good to come back to these things because they will consistently pop up. But definitely if you're in the first, you know, your first sales, your first you know, period of trying to get traction with your program, these things will 99% of the time be popping up. You know, we've coached and talked with literally thousands of consultations now and a lot of artists in the mix. And this is a patterns. These are patterns that pop up time and time again. Um, having said that, if you want to go deeper, go to the website, grab the 100K Propulsion Guide. It's a little bit... Um, different angle on this stuff, but it's also more of the mindset. So we're going to keep it very brief here, but you can go download that one as well. And, and then after this, we'll talk about each of these five steps to think about as the artist. So the general context for how things are looking, how things are feeling, you know, I was talking to an artist uh, yesterday. She's a coach, actually. She coaches um, kids who are coming up kind of with... Um, sort of behavioral, I won't say issues, but like, you know, they're working through through different types of behavioral stuff, right, as kids. And and basically she's very excited. She's just joined in Creator Club. She's very excited. She's I know I've I've seen her work. She's good at what she does. There's demand for her work. It's very cool, very wholesome stuff. Uh but at the same time, the reality doesn't exist yet. So there's this polarity between the excitement of the thing that you want to do, but then also the problem that the reality that you want to create, there's no signs that it's there yet. 
Okay. And this is very difficult because depending on how comfortable you are with your vision, how strong your vision is and how much in the past you practice putting your vision into reality, like creating things, this is a total roller coaster. For this woman, she's already got three clients, which is great. Her first goal uh, with us is 10. Uh, so it's, you know, she's already shown, she's already kind of got that proof of concept. And even still, there can be this roller coaster because it's like, well, you know, I've had three for a few weeks now, maybe a month now. I'm not getting more. Like, how do I get more? What? And so this whole mental roller coaster can kick in. And this is, you know, basically the main core of the challenge, the, the, the thinking challenge that we have as the artist, because every step above this, the visionary, the builder, the producer, as your revenue is going up, you've got proof of concept, right? So for example, if I sit with a producer, someone who's doing 20, 30, 50,000 a month, the conversations have a totally different tone because they're living in proof of the vision that they wanted to create is being proven. So it's a different type of conversation. For the artists, we have this, this constant jostling between our vision and between the reality that we're seeing, which isn't just yet reflecting the vision. And we're looking for these early signs. So it's very important and uh, also a very exciting time to be. So there's that mental landscape is like we've got this excitement one day and then we can have you know, dismay the next day. We can have like a brick wall feeling the next day, like, man, this isn't going to work the next day or neediness or distraction or deflation or overwhelm or shiny object syndrome. Like, do I even want to do this business? Right. That flipping is all artist. Uh, a lot of it is artist. Like it comes up later, but a lot of that, um, flipping back and forth that you'll notice with the thinking is totally normal. And it's because of this vision to reality gap that's at the biggest point right now so you're kind of like the ultimate creator right because there's nothing and you're you're using your magic you're going to bring something into reality the first sparks of your business which is really cool so uh yeah depending on your situation in life also you're going to have some neediness right like do you need how how quickly do you need this business to work do you need the clients? Like what's your financial situation? And this is why it's really good to make sure that you've, you're covered, right? Like some people, they, you know, might be frustrated or feel frustrated that they're not full-time in their business yet and they're still working in a job. That's a great thing to be doing, right? Like if you, if that allows you to not have neediness in your sales and marketing, that's going to be a huge asset for you. If you're incredibly needy, then it comes into your marketing sales. Now, some people, they won't have neediness and they can be all in and they can have a lot of pressure with the early stage of the business as an artist and that can work out for them. So it depends on the, the person uh, and your situation, but a neediness can also be something that creeps into this level that we need to look at and address the thinking because it comes into marketing, copywriting and sales. So... All of this stuff is like this nervous system dancing around this, this feeling of creating something new. And then that's leading to these different patterns of thinking. Uh, and it can be kind of chaotic, you know, 
there's a line in the dark night uh, with Heath Ledger and I, I bring it up all the time and he, and he goes, uh, you know, the thing about chaos, it's fear. And basically when things don't go according to plan, everything turns into chaos, right? And you get fear. And this was the Joker's like modus operandi is he would just foil the plans of people and create chaos. And then that chaos is fear, right? That's kind of what he did. Uh, he was very good at it, which is why he's such a great villain. And this is why for the artists, our goal is to, to keep things very simple because chaos can create this fear, can create the roller coaster effect. We want to keep things clean and simple because our main goal is to create this new reality that you're bringing money into the business. And here we come back to that importance of having a good money mindset. The reality of bringing money into the business, making sales with the thing that you do, that is what's really important to your nervous system so that you can then grow. All the complex stuff, you know, it doesn't really matter right now. It's mostly about getting this proof of concept, getting value out there, making sales, serving people, building this pattern, right? And starting to adapt to it. So the success, you know, to have uh, success in this artist level is really coming from, if you think about what we've covered already, like constantly looking at your vision, uh, whatever that is, I can be short term. Like, you know, we talked about the woman I spoke to yesterday, her, her short term vision is to have 10 clients, breaking it down and then shifting our thinking from that vision uh, into the steps we need to take in our offer, our marketing, our sales. All right, that's it. I'll say it again. So our goal really is to come back to your vision. Might be your first three clients, your first 10 clients, your first 10 sales. See your vision, feel your vision from the place of inevitability. And then from this place, this thinking of inevitability, clarify your offer, uh, look at what marketing you need to do, maybe it's today, tomorrow, whatever, and step into your sales from this place, right? Because your vision hasn't come into reality yet. We don't actually have the proof. We need to believe it. We need to see it. And then we need to take action from that place. Okay. So it's this, this work of constantly coming back to what success looks like, how you want to show up. And then the next small step that we want to take. And that's a lot of the coaching work that we do is, you know, breaking things back down, looking at the thinking that's going on, the beliefs, uh, reframing, and then looking at the next step. Okay, so uh, we're going to run through five little steps here that you can think about that cover basically all of the key areas for the artist. And if you implement this stuff, you'll save a lot of time, you'll save a lot of energy, and you'll be able to see your clear path forward. Uh, difficulties are still going to pop up, but you'll know where to go and sort of how to reframe them a little bit. Once you get through all of that, the next step beyond the artist is the visionary, which is the next revenue band, 5,000 to 10,000 per month in your business. All right, so the step one is your vision. You know, we already mentioned this a little bit, but no one can really tell you how to set your vision, what it looks like, uh, but you do need one. You need something, you know, as Jim Camp, the great negotiator said, vision creates decision. The vision is everything, right? And so we need to have a vision for our, for our future, what that looks like. Uh, and it can be really simple, right? It might be one, your first client, your first sale. Uh, it could be the first 10 clients like this, the woman that I spoke to the other day. 
Uh, you know, she's already got three, which is great. She's already starting to crystallize the vision. So for you, what does your vision look like right now? You know, when you think about it and don't worry about it's a five-year plan. Don't worry about that stuff. It's more like, how do you see that next stage looking, right? And it's not going to be that way forever, but is it, you know, you've got five clients or you've made some sales or you've written your book or you've done your, you know, first six episodes of your podcast. Think about that for a minute, kind of visualize it and then look at what are you doing? You know, what are the actions that you're taking in this vision? What does your life look like in this vision? And usually it's not that far away from where we are right now to go to that next horizon. And when we practice doing this, yeah, we can create bigger and bigger visions. But at the beginning, it's like, what does that next step look like? What does that next step of success look like for you? Uh, for me, I've you know written this stuff down. I come back to it fairly regularly and have a look at it and see how things are tracking. Uh, and it's something that's there both mentally and physically on paper. And some people like to draw it out like artwork. Uh, you just, you know, and anything can work. You just want to make sure that you've got something that you're coming back to because it's going to fuel the next four steps. So step two is your offer, right? And this is really important, you know, because at some stage you got to sell something and the thing you're selling is your way of helping people. It's, it's like your offer. What do you, what do you got for people? And for the artist, we like to have one simple offer. All right, one simple offer. You don't need to overcomplicate stuff. Yes, some artists are successful. That first $5,000 per month recurring with multiple offers for sure, but I suggest one. Our goal in this phase is to save as much energy as we can and not to have to self-coach ourselves around pricing and time and all that kind of stuff. You don't need to have 20 different offers. You know, uh, if you have to pull your, you know, your website up to look at all the different offers, when I ask how many, what's your offer, that's too many. It wants to be clear in, in your mind. And for that reason, we like to just have one, right? Now that can be hard for a lot of people. You might already have five and not really have any clients. Just ask, is that serving you? You know, is that creating more confusion than necessary? And a lot of this can come back to that neediness. You know, we can think, well, we need lots more offers in order to, to satisfy what the potential customer might want because we really need that customer or client. That's not how it works. Uh, people are largely buying into your belief and having one clear offer can do wonders for your belief uh, and how you're stepping into your vision and they can find that very attractive. Yes, two, three, this can work. But if you're getting stuck here, simplify things right down. And the, the root of that is just one. Okay. <clears throat> now with the pricing on your offer, we're not going to go in deep with that. Uh, just keep it really simple. You can adjust this later. You know, don't, there's a lot of people you'll see on social media and that kind of stuff. They'll be like, raise your prices and charge what you're worth and all of that stuff. Just ignore that. You can't come in with an incredibly high price when you're just starting because your nervous system won't be able to hold that and you'll have to be self-coaching all the time when you try to sell. So it won't work. I recommend coming into a pricing that you're um, used to, you know, maybe it's close to what you're an hourly rate from your job or, you know, it might be a market rate. And this is one of the only times I'll ever say it's okay to price off the market. 
because you're just starting out and what we're doing is getting used to selling. We don't want to be coming in like overpricing the entire market and then having self-doubt at the last minute. Okay, so we keep it very simple. There's no demand for your offer right yet because you probably don't have reputation. There's not a lot of social proof. You know, you're getting things going. You're going to be doing a lot of more direct selling and listening and selling off, you know, the problem solution kind of selling rather than like hundreds of people coming to you. So your pricing is important. You know, you're not going to be able to position at the top of your market because the experience probably isn't there. Okay, now there's exceptions if you're coming into a market with, you know, 10, 20 years of experience and you're creating your first offer. Sure, we're kind of just talking about people who are starting up and coaching or create a business uh, in, in that one. So the second, sorry, the third step is your marketing. And we, we teach marketing like an organic marketing model in Creator Club. It doesn't mean we don't use or like ads it's just the way that we're thinking about marketing is we want to see people coming to you because the stories that they're hearing about your business are positive right and we want we want people to inquire with you we want people to ask about working with you okay we don't coach people on doing cold dm outreach or seeing someone comment on your stuff and then sliding into their dms and that kind of stuff uh, we don't, that's not the way that we think we, I don't like that feeling myself. We don't coach that way. Others will use that, uh, on their own accord, or they'll try different things or whatever. Great. For me, it feels weird, right? Like if I follow someone and then they're like, start messaging me and, and trying to sell me on stuff, it's just a strange vibe. Uh, so we don't teach that we teach marketing more around, it's the story of your business. It's the conversations you're starting. It's the relationships you're building, connecting with people. Then they'll see your page. They'll see your stuff. And they'll ask what you do. They'll notice what you're talking about, the stories that you're sharing, the content that you're sharing, the ideas, the assertions that you've got. And then you get to share what you do. You, you know, if there's interest, you get to invite them into your work. You get to share the offer. Uh, and when you think about this, there's zero neediness right? It's a common thing. We just come back to zero neediness. If I start getting cold messages from a coach and, you know, they were doing, it looked to me like they were doing really well. And then all of a sudden there's all this neediness coming through, uh, because they're out here trying to, you know, get my attention and get me sold into something. It's a little weird, right? I was, I'm like, Oh, I, I, they must have, you know, they must be needy and it's a repulsive, energy so we teach like a magnetic marketing or an organic marketing your job as the artist is to be doing those things build relationships connect with people then they'll see your stuff whether that's online or offline your website a post you did on facebook uh, and from those relationships and trust when they see your stuff if there's resonance if it's in an area that they work with like if you're a life coach they want to get more confidence they'll say, hey, like, do you help people with this? Or they'll ask about something. Or you'll see, you'll notice an opportunity to, you know, share your work or to tell them what you do. Hey, like, I do life coaching or I do movement coaching. I see you're into movement. 
and the opportunity will come, but it's coming from a magnetic angle. It's coming from the magnetic side. Okay. And this is because we're building sustainable businesses over the long term. Uh, we're not hustling, right? We're not hustling to try to get 10 sales. We're building something for the next five years. We're building something that's powerful that people love to be a part of. Okay. So there's the work as the artist. We're showing up big time. It's going to feel like a lot of showing up. There's a lot of marketing because you're not doing much delivery with a bunch of clients. So you're out there meeting people online, offline, communities that you're a part of, building conversations, building relationships. All right, step four, we've got two more to go. This is sales. And this is very, very important. You probably, you may not have a big engaged audience, right? So the marketing thing's not really going to be a flood of, and even if you do, you know, I know people with over a million followers on some of these social platforms that struggle to sell a basic, you know, piece of merchandise. Uh, so never let the size of the following thing really be in, in play. But effectively, when you're starting out, the the audience that you do have isn't probably going to have a huge amount of trust for you and your program or the combination of those two, just because they haven't seen it play out in the universe over time. So that means you, you've got this really important part, which is sales and it's threaded through the marketing, right? It's threaded through the relationships. You're all, you're effectively always selling. But the first thing to realize is that we got to be sold on our own selves, on our lives and on the program that we've got. And this is really, really important and something that I can pick up uh, in the first 90 seconds of a, of a consult or a conversation with a new business owner or when somebody's sharing the offer with me that they've got, how sold they are on their offer, how much belief they have in themselves, how much belief they have in their offer. And if you're coming in and you're like, I don't, I, I'm not sure on it. I'm not sure on if I can do this. That's okay. What we do is we just notice that and then we get to coach around that, right? Because if we're not sold on our offer, if we don't see the value in it ourselves, it's very, very difficult to, you might have the perfect copywriting uh, structure that you use or you know, someone might give you the perfect marketing plan from some course or something. But if you're not sold on it, your implementation will will wane, your delivery will, you know, be weak. Uh, you won't have a lot of energy when you do have the consultation or the call. They will sense it through your transmission, okay? So we, that's number one, we're sold, we sell ourselves, right? We sell ourselves daily and on ourselves and on our offer. Uh, and... This is even in a, uh, you know, this is this is even down the line later. If you're changing your offer, you're growing the business scaling. It's the same thing. We constantly come back to the vision, selling ourselves on the vision, selling ourselves on the value. Then the other thing to notice is that we're always selling. You know, I mentioned this before. We're always selling three things specifically. You're always selling yourself, whether you walk into a room or you're online. You're always selling your offer, even when you're not talking about your offer. People know what you do, so you're therefore selling it based on how you show up. You know, it's like those trucks you see, they got the bumper stickers on the back and it's like, 
don't like my driving, like contact this number and it's like their boss. Right. And I always look at them like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening in small business. People just don't always realize it. If the guy's driving or the woman's recklessly driving in this truck, um, that's bad reputation for the company. They want you to call the company to let them know because it's selling the product, right? It's all related to reputation. And then finally, you're always selling urgency, right? For people to take action. The way you're doing that is through how you're showing up. Are you taking action, right? But this stuff's even in relationships. You know, I was thinking about the other day, Ruby and I had our eighth wedding anniversary. And uh, somebody asked me, they're like, what's the secret? You know, the longest relationship I've had is a year. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know. I think um, one thing is like, you know, a lot of people don't realize you're always selling yourself, right? The fact that you signed the document or whatever eight years ago doesn't really mean anything. The question is, am I showing up as the kind of guy that Ruby's buying into? And if I'm not, there's going to be problems, right? It doesn't matter how good your communication is and then vice versa, right? Like am I, is, is Ruby bringing value? Am I bringing value such that the other person's a buyer? And this is constant process because if we forget about that and we relax too much, we forget that we're really always kind of selling, always bringing value. Then what happens is we morph into, you know, the lazy guy who never looks after himself, doesn't go to the gym, uh, you know, is all over the place. And all of a sudden, the wife, the partner, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, whatever you got, uh, isn't buying that anymore. And so then the whole thing starts to change. So that was kind of one thing. It's It plays out everywhere. Um, and so... In, as the artist, you know, you're just basically learning to show up as someone that people want to buy into and have something you offer that people want to buy into in, an, in a non-pushy way. Uh, you know, you, you, you're basically saying, hey, like I've got this, I've got this amazing offer. Do you want to check this out? You know, do you, are you interested in this stuff? Here's what I do. Uh, if this stuff that I'm talking about is interesting, check this out. Go listen to this podcast, right? And this is this magnetic way of selling because it's just driven by your belief. Uh, so you can have, you know, you can have the great tactics to sell stuff, email opt-ins and tripwires and all of the stuff that, you know, and some of it works well. But if you don't have belief in yourself and, this, and the thing that you're selling, it'll all kind of fall flat. Uh all right, the, and then finally, the problem solve on sales is number one is neediness. You know, do, am, I, am I needing this sale? If so, it's not gonna work. Uh, we, we've got more, there's a lot more content uh, in previous podcasts you can check out on sales. More is coming around sales. We're about to do a live event on sales actually, which is really cool, April 2nd that I'm getting ready for be good to see everyone face to face but uh but we love selling we have a great mindset around selling in creator club we foster that we create that and then we deploy that because selling is important it's a powerful it's life all right last one step five and we'll wrap this up 
the delivery, right? So you're you're an artist. You've, you're starting out. You've got a service. You've got a coaching program. Have something simple, you know? Have something simple. It doesn't need to have 20 different topics in it. Remember, our goal here is to not be overwhelmed. As the joker said, you know, chaos is confusion. It's fear. Uh, it creates that roller coaster. We want to have fun serving our people we want to show up powerfully with a clear mind to serve our people we don't want to show up and go man like what what module am i on in my offer where am i at in my program i'm behind schedule this was supposed to be session three what do i coach on here like all of that stuff is your stuff in your head that we have to get out of there to deliver a powerful service and so we do this at the beginning by creating a simple offer. We don't have the bandwidth. We don't have the nervous system capacity to hold a really complicated offer. And we've seen this one play out literally time and time again. People will have three, five, ten modules or pillars in their offers, coach, movement coaches, uh, and they'll reduce it to one pillar and they'll have one price. And they'll deliver that one pillar. But then inside, they'll talk a little bit about some of the other stuff. It's kind of the world that they're building. But as soon as they do that, the buyer is like, great, I love this. The, the coach is like, this feels easy to teach. I'm not overwhelmed. And they realize that it's a powerful service. is isn't necessarily about having lots more content. It's about how valuable it is and does it work? Does it get results? So... You can carry this up all the way through. You could have a million dollar business. That's a simple, repeatable offer. Uh, but when you're the artist, those first few sales, it is very, very important because you just don't want to be coaching yourself mentally while you're trying to deliver. It will impact your client retention, your referrals, and it will make it harder to continue. And if you do get that overwhelmed, that shiny object stuff coming in because your stuff's too complex, then it's going to foil your, you know, your, your plans, your grand plans to, to reach the next level, which is the visionary, right? So, uh, you know, one, one example just came to my mind around that simple offer. When we started out in small businesses was, was in brick and mortar, right? It was in retail and we were selling shoes, literally running shoes. And a lot of times people didn't even want to take the shoe box. They just take the shoes, they give us the box. So we had to throw, get rid of all these boxes, recycle them. And it was the simplest offer. Sometimes we would sell some socks for like $5. Normally the shoes are like $149 up to $299, let's say. And day in, day out. And we got to a place in one of the stores, like this store, it, we'd have like three to five staff on. Mostly the staff are like 20 bucks an hour. It's, it, was, it was low overhead, low footprint in the store. And this thing, this, this retail store would do $35,000, $45,000 revenue in just shoes and socks in two days. And the second day on the weekend, Sunday is open like four hours. So there's hundreds of pairs of shoes flying out the door. Sometimes it might be a drink bottle, right? But it's simple and the customer knows what they want. And they're going to get it and then they're going to leave. And service is not that different, right? You go to the coffee shop, hospitality, get a coffee, drink it, leave, maybe have a second one. 
and you're out. You come back the next day. And it makes it very easy for them to serve with a great smile, with great energy. And so just thinking about your offer, how complex am I coming into this? Am I going to try to, you know, get there by being more complicated? Or can I simplify things down a little bit? Uh, you know, an example of where people tend to do this is they'll, like in, in coaching or movement coaching, they'll add a bunch of access. So it'll be, you know, if you sign up to my program, you can send me uh, DMs 24 hours a day and send me videos of your of what you're doing and I'll respond to you within 12 hours. And a lot of times, like what we do, uh, even with higher level businesses, we'll go in and we'll just get rid of all of that access. And instantly the, the owner will just be able to relax because they don't have to respond so much. And the client actually likes it because now they're being led, right? And now it's like, okay, well, we do the session. You can reply once on the message uh, and we'll get back to you with one email. And there's some boundaries in place. You don't need to add tons of things like access in order to uh, deliver something powerful. And if you do and you burn yourself out, it's just going to subconsciously eat into your want or desire or ability to sell and market your program going forward. All right. You can always add complexity later. That's the cool thing too. You can always add stuff in. you can change stuff as you get going. All right. So that's it. There we have it. The incredible level of the artist. If you're there, great work. Keep going. You're in the most important part of your future right now. It sounds kind of wild, but it's really true if you think about it. Uh, you know, this is up to $5,000 a month recurring over a three month period. You get there, you know, you're moving on to the visionary. Uh, this is the artist is a challenging spot, mostly because it's new. There's a change in identity. There's a lot of stuff on beliefs. There's the temptation to overcomplicate stuff, build tons of shiny object stuff to distract you from what needs to be done, which is sharing your offer, making sales, right? Uh, meeting people, building relationships, selling. So if you go back, follow those five steps uh, on the vision, the marketing, the sales, the uh, delivery, uh, and the offer, which was step two, then you'll have a lot of clarity. You'll be able to um, check out on or, or cut things out that are not working for you, double down on what is working. And if you're at the top end of this already and you're kind of listening in, uh, yeah, cool, got it, amazing, well done, keep going, you've got proof of concept, look for any ways that neediness might be creeping in or that you can still simplify, uh, even at the high level stuff, you know, with clients, a lot of times the work is still in, in these areas, simplifying, um, building relationships, you know, it just keeps going. And then, of course, things will start to change as well as the revenue goes up and you've got, uh, you know, more of an emphasis on on building brand and processes and leadership, this kind of stuff. The next step is the visionary, which takes you up to 10K per month, uh, which is very, very cool. So that's it from me today. Now, of course, we have tons of great artists in the Creator Club who are kicking off their journey and setting goals and taking action towards their goals, marketing, uh, starting to make sales, starting to sell their work. 
And so if that's something that you want to do, if you're early in your journey, uh, I'd love to extend the offer to you. Check out the Creator Club. Look at what we do. Uh, we help coaches and creative businesses, business owners make money in their business, right? If you've got the talent, you've got a skill set, you have something that you want to bring to the world. Now you need to know how to market it, how to, how to make sales. Just because you can build something doesn't mean they're going to come. Uh, we need to know the business skills behind it, practice them, put them into place. Then we create the future we want to see as business owners. So we would love to hear from you. We work very hard with our artists uh, to help them get everything going. And we love them very much. And uh, we need we need more artists in the world. We need more people to take those first steps, get onto the court, take action. All right, that's it from me today. Have a great one. And we'll see you on the next episode. All right, that's it from me today. If you are interested in checking out Creator Club, head over to creatorclub.link. That's our website, creatorclub.link. And you can look through everything we've got. There's a page up the top on the frame, on the creative framework, talks you through this stuff. And then you can uh, book an, an application if you want to check it out further and, and jump on a call and see what we can do for you. That's a 40 minute call. There's no obligations on the call. Uh, it's a good chance for us to get an understanding of you, your business, where you're at, and if we can help you. See you next time.